<clears throat> you thought it was over, but we back again. It's another podcast at the seat of the table podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is this isn't an official podcast. This is just a quick, you know, once a month thing, so y'all don't forget about us. Cause you know y'all love us so much that you would damn because like nah. But anyways, we're gonna just you know the world's been acting a little bit crazy today, so we're uh, back again to talk about a couple of topics, and we are also live. Wave at the camera, folks. Hey y'all. Oh. On the YouTube and all that, so um, I'm here with Brooke Majors. Hey. hey. Michelle Nemo, Dwayne Sampson, and my special guest, Bree. Y'all give it a clap for Bree, y'all. All the way from Maryland, okay? <laughs> oh, so we say hello to people, Bree. Hey, y'all. So we're going to be doing um, a different uh, miscellaneous of topics. And so we're just going to go from there. But, you know, how everybody been? Everybody good? Straight, straight, you know, surviving. Mm -hmm. I I hope y'all ready for this discussion. Oh. Well, we ain't got no choice now. <laughs> we here. We here. So weak. So the first thing I wanted to bring up, I wanted to talk about was the recent incident going on in Charlottesville, VA, where <coughs> the um, Ku Klux Klan and uh, well, Ku Klux Klan members and neo-Nazi members were protesting. You know, proclaiming White Lives Matter and the, all the different tiki torches, and then doing a so-called you know peaceful protest, and then other protesters coming and going out there, and then it's just going into this big old mess. And so I wanted to get some of you guys' thoughts and some of you guys' view on everything that was going on with that. When I think about it, I think that. You know, all the different things, but the Black Lives Matter going on, I mean, it's pretty much like, okay, clearly there are people who um, who are um, very, you know, prideful when it comes down to, <clears throat> like, white supremacy um, and Nazism and all that. So they're like, okay, clearly black people have been getting the stage for the past, I don't know, a couple of years or so, and I don't like it. So let's pr- just try to present something that's like, okay, this is the same thing as them, when really it isn't, because... Black Lives Matter was one thing that basically is trying to stand up for, you know, the um, <clears throat> the different types of oppression. Whereas the White Lives Matter is like, if they said like White Lives Matter, I'm like, okay, wait. If you can compare the two, then you realize, okay, it's actually not a White Lives Matter type of thing. You're clearly just trying to portray your image mm-hmm. by using the Black Lives Matter platform, mm-hmm. which ultimately doesn't even look right. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I agree with, with Dwayne, you know, and I feel like it's different in essence, you know, white lives matter. Yes, I understand. But guess what? Your lives have always mattered. You know, your lives have always been in the forefront. It's always been about, you know, um, white lives being a standard and everybody else kind of being, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, you get what you get. You don't complain or whatever. Um, and, and I think it's just, it's just different. And, and what we're, what you're promoting is completely different. You know, um, initially, Black Lives Matter was not a, a hate thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't um, a, a, a our race against your race type of thing. That's not what it was about. It, like you was said, it was really just about um, uh, promoting equality, uplifting one another, um, all those kind of things. Um, whereas what we're seeing here in, in Charlottesville, I mean, this is violence breaking out. This is, you know, we're always going to stand. We're always going to be empowered. We're always going to be the supreme ones. And this it's just yeah. a difference, you know. It's a completely different scenario on a completely different situation and and i really wish that people would kind of look at it like that it's just it's bigger than that mm-hmm. it's it's not just the old oh, white lives matter and i mean kudos to the people that no it is genuinely just you know 
they don't feel any kind of way and they support everybody but understand what the root of that was so i think that's my and i think it's different too when you're trying to just bring awareness and then versus demeaning yeah one. yeah um and so i feel like you know now that it's grown you got black lives matter and um you know some cases it is you know violent you know whatever the case may be if something outbreaks but uh with the black lives matter it was mostly just to bring awareness to the oppression awareness to the you know examples that were going on with the police br- brutality all those instances were black individuals not saying it doesn't happen to latinos and you know all around the world but it was something that was becoming more common you know via the media news so that was to bring light to it and just like we did the podcast Dwayne had said like okay that's like saying I'm going to the doctor and my knee hurts but now I want to point out okay well no my heart is a bigger issue like oh I have heart disease that's bigger than what you got going on and so they were trying to bring awareness to that versus what happened in Charlottesville people died I believe during that yeah the Um, the woman uh, she got run over by uh, was she hit by a car one Caucasian young lady the only person to get killed Mm -hmm. um, she got hit by a car yeah and so it's like you know violence broke out and it was mostly just like what oppression was being uh, uh, bring brought awareness to it was nothing it was just you want to stand still in the hierarchy of you know white power or you know this is where I'm at we ain't going nowhere and we're better it was demeaning it wasn't anything to bring awareness to besides just trying to now bring our issue to the table I felt yeah um honestly when it came out I, I don't really watch tv so <laughs> I didn't really know what was going right. on in the world but I kept hearing like Charlottesville I kept hearing like mm-hmm. white supremacy I kept hearing like all these different terms that was associated with um, the incident and one thing that I did hear on CNN though was that it was bringing up back racism mm-hmm. they were saying that racism never died and it felt as if like to me they were bringing up something that we were progressing in but they wanted to make it a bigger mm-hmm. a bigger deal than it yeah. was I, I think they wanted from what I was getting I I was noticing that the white supremacist or the um, people that were involved in that organization were really trying to bring up something that um, they wanted people to get confused in they mm-hmm. wanted people to get distracted in yeah and it was just becoming like you know another topic for us to talk about again mm-hmm. okay because now we don't really even talk about it now yeah, right exactly yep. so it was like what was the point yeah you know mm-hmm. it happened yeah. <laughs> that's it mm-hmm. get out the rage and boom because we talked about this in the um experiment uh black experience in america podcast and you mm-hmm. know i told my my you know <laughs> testimony i guess on my story about you know dealing with racism so you know it's been more i've been more passionate about it mm-hmm. and so seeing what happened with charlottesville i end up getting into an altercation on facebook mm-hmm. with a with with who i thought was a friend mm-hmm. you know it was a young friend i hadn't talked to in a really long time that i had you know went to middle school with and in that environment it was majority um you know caucasians maybe a few of other different minorities and then me being the only black at that time and maybe a few others, but um, just talking with him about the situation, I saw that he really didn't understand the depths of the issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I saw that he didn't really, like, to him and to, like, his father who posted something even more racist mm-hmm. under the post, it was just, like, made it seem like, okay, racists are out there being protested by other racists, and so this whole thing is about racists against yeah. other racists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so it was just like, and kind of like overpassing like 
the whole purpose of each movement and understanding the depths and not being like, okay, black lives are only focusing on black lives, white lives are only focusing on white lives, and then we just all need to just go home and then and everything is just going to work itself out because we're not we're, we're not there anymore mm-hmm. and not recognizing that the the because of the past it's causing small effects on people's futures on the the black community as a whole and mm-hmm. so i think it really it really hurt me <clears throat> to like for him not to be able to understand it and then like from the conversation it just made it seem like black people are lazy the reason why you know all this stuff there's not there's not really there's the america is equal the reason why black people are not ahead is because either they need to stop being lazy or stop being criminals or stop you know if they just did all if people just did all but he says like if people just did all the right things then the world would be america would be at where it needs to be but and, and it just and i just had to stop the conversation right there because it was kind of like that's not the case Mm -hmm. that even if as an african-american male in this country that even if i cross every t and dot every i there would still be certain issues or different systematic issues that i would face being a black man in this country and it just it hurt me to to have that conversation with an old friend and him not to be see eye to eye and for him not to be able to see the america that i see um, I think it, I mean, I think it also too goes back to what we said a long time ago. It's compassion and empathy. So people can only act like they're there for you so much until it really gets nitty gritty to where they can't understand your experience. And so then what happens is we, like we said, it's all good. And if it's not including me, mm-hmm. if it's not about me, then it's really not my battle. But then when the second is I'm asking you to come in to understand, or at least just bring more awareness or a different perspective to you to show you that, Hey, wherever you at, it's not affecting you, but this is how it affects me. Then people just don't want to admit it or see it because it don't include them. You know? So unfortunately that's, and that's why you said we can dot our T's cross our eyes, but we have to do that 10 times harder than any other individual. So, and any individual to get out of a stereotype. And so half these people are speaking off of a stereotype, but because it's not including them or it's not affecting them directly, it's not their business. So then my question yeah. to that is, like, how do we not have that mindset? With the incident like this that just happened, how do us living in Northern Virginia, where we don't really see a lot of, you know, racism so much as if we were living down south, mm-hmm. like, with us knowing that this happened, even in a city that's close to us, how do we not just, like, let this just go under the rug and be like, oh, like, you know, in a couple of years we might see it again. Or since it didn't happen to us, you know, we will think about it, but it's like mm-hmm. we're not really going to be compassionate or we're not going to be sympathetic over the people that were involved in that you know I don't want to have a mindset after we finish this topic Mm -hmm. that you know that incident just happened Mm -hmm. you know and that there's nothing that I could do to like I I mean I know there's nothing that I could do now to contribute to what happened but it's like I don't want to have a mindset that is numb to it you know so how do we as you know young adults go go about and walk away from this situation and not feel as if like since it doesn't have nothing to do with me I you Mm -hmm. know and just keep going, you know? I mean, I think it definitely starts with self, you know, yeah. whether it be white people that I encounter. It's like, it's up to me as an individual to show love, to not be that stereotype that people think I am. Yeah. I have to start somewhere within myself. So mm-hmm. if I'm lazy and that's what's portrayed, I'm, or if I'm an angry black woman, I gotta just make sure like I'm mm-hmm. still showing you love regardless of how you treat me or because mm-hmm. of the fact that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I can share an experience with you, but just because you don't know or you've never been through it, I'm not gonna write you off. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's just bringing awareness, whether you mm-hmm. receive it or not, that's up to you. And for me, I have to walk in love. Mm-hmm. You know, we're held to a higher standard if we're bringing Christianity 
opportunity into it. Mm. We're held to a higher standard. So to do better with us, getting more involved, you know, like even with like, you know, the stuff going on, I'm pr- pretty sure we're going to get to it. But like, you know, the hurricanes and stuff like that, donating, like doing all that different, doing all those different things. Because mm. in Virginia, we could have that mindset of like, oh, poor, right. hard, poor Texas. Yeah. yeah. You know, right. Florida, yeah. but what? Are, yeah, but <laughs> yes. like, oh, that's so yeah. crazy. Look at the videos. Oh man, but I got a house and I'm good. Right. But exactly. what? What can I do then to? You know, and that's a bigger example, mm. but it starts with self. Mm. And so, if I want to become more enlightened or more um, aware, then I have to do research. I have mm. to try to reach out, or when I talk to individuals, show more love. You yeah. know, it starts yeah. with like me and just how I view the world, and mm. just to reach out for me. Thing has to do with you, like like Brooke said, you how you view the world, mm-hmm. grasping and understanding so that you can be empathetic towards it. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, many people felt empathetic toward the Harvey situation because oh that could happen to us. But for example, a white person may not be able to be empathetic toward mm-hmm. you know a black uh, oppression, any type of black oppression because they're like they can't think to themselves oh this can happen to me mm-hmm. because it can't happen to them. They don't they don't yeah. jump to that um, form of empathy. Yeah. So and. I know it's easy, even if I'm being black, it's easy for me to, you know, be lazy and be like, okay, well, it's not really happening to me right now, so mm-hmm. why even really do much research? But it's, that's a part of our role. Mm-hmm. In order to operate in love and empathy, it's up to us to do the research, mm-hmm. reach out, communicate yeah. with people who go through it, who don't go mm-hmm. through it, to grasp that understanding so that you can address it yourself and explain it to others in love if that's yeah. what we're trying to exactly. move in. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think also, too, is education. Yeah. Um, like you gotta go out and get it like mm-hmm. it's not gonna just fall in your lap mm-hmm. like some of us like and then knowing that not everybody is the same your yeah. world is not my same world yeah. and then like I think sometimes too we use as an example oh because I have a white friend I can say this or because mm-hmm. I have a Hispanic friend I can say that or because I have an Asian friend I can say that because we're cool and we're buddy buddy and we say those kinds of things that so now when I roll up to every kind of every other mm-hmm. race that who was like my friend I can say whatever I want yeah and then we're wondering why we get backlash and they'd be like no I, I have a, a, a I have <laughs> right. a white friend right. so yeah. I can say it I right. have an Asian friend so I yeah. can say and that that doesn't give you the liberty or the right to do it because you might go up to the wrong person and get slapped yeah or get knocked out and you're wondering why because you never you you never took you never took to realize that maybe what I have with this person is not gonna is not the same for everybody else. Yeah. Exactly. It's not the same reality that everybody else is living. It's not the same experience that everyone else is living. It's not the same world. So mm-hmm. I think um recognizing that and getting educated, both of those things. But speaking about Harvey, um, you know, that that's just crazy mm-hmm. about everything that's going on. And then we got Irma on her way and she's knocking out islands mm-hmm. and yeah. she's already in Florida right now. I mean by the time this you know, the video or the podcast mm-hmm. gets out, you know, she didn't probably already did what she gonna do. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna you know, we'll see what truly what the effects are from that. But just like what were you got and then one of the surprising things that had happened during the whole, you know, Harvey Houston situation was the Joe Olstein controversy. Okay. How do you guys feel about that? And for those who don't know about the Joel Osteen controversy was the big thing that had happened with the Joel Osteen controversy is that people were saying Joel Osteen is a Houston pastor mm-hmm. of a mega church, mm-hmm. one of the the one of the biggest mega churches in Houston mm-hmm. and one of the biggest mega churches in like within Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um 
I think it's like 60,000 mm-hmm. uh, seats in that place. Yes. Yeah, and he got a lot of backlash from society and different celebrities um, for not opening his church. Um, the first time they came at him was because he it wasn't open. Mm-hmm. Then the second time they came at him because it wasn't open early enough. Mm-hmm. And then we finally heard him say something about the situation. And he was saying, well, the church was having floodings. Mm-hmm. And so, what what was you guys' view about the the whole you know Joel Osteen and then society and the world coming at him and just us as the Christian roles? Because mm-hmm. yet again, now mm-hmm. we're it's just like if one of us go down, then it's Take like everybody down. go down. Take them all down. <laughs> so, we, so, what was you guys' you know take on it? I'm sure I saw you smirk. Oh no! Okay. I saw like pictures of him actually posting pictures of yeah. his church of really flooding. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Yes. People said like you know he didn't want to open it. I just I I didn't know who to trust. Yeah. I, was, like, <laughs> I don't know. So I ain't yeah. talking about that. Yeah. But yeah. Y'all got that one. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that I feel like people who just hear anything they can they operate in laziness because they don't actually do the research themselves you know they go mm-hmm. on social media and social media was going in on joel's day yeah, they, so they were so all the memes yeah. all the videos yeah. <laughs> and it made it funny it made people happy so it made people want to encourage it yeah so it's just a matter of actually doing the research understanding his viewpoint and then going back to it and most people aren't going to do the research and yeah, stuff like that so it's just like okay what was put out there was the church rejected people so what's going to yeah. be put out there the church rejects people mm-hmm. and so that's literally I'm like, okay now it's another stance if i have to talk to someone i have to give them the understanding for first research in yourself yeah. but then understanding how the church is supposed to operate whether he did it or not showing them this is not what the bible or this is what yeah. the bible proclaims for us to do mm-hmm. and this is a matter for us being able to be wise and you know being able to explain mm-hmm. you know it all depends on who you're talking to what they how their viewpoint was on it uh-huh. and then going from there um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I kind of, I thought it was kind of, at first I was like, oh, for, for real, for real, Joe, like, 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 you got a whole stadium, like, what are you doing? But, but, you know, uh, I think at a point. I stepped into the role of having compassion and having mm. understanding because part of me was like, look, <laughs> this was my church. I'm not trying to sit up here in Houston and be waiting for this Feeders hurricane to come talk about some come on in. Like, yeah. I'm trying to get out too. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, but I, I understand people were saying, I understand, you know, the uproar. I understand, well, he should have did this. He should have did that. Whatever. That's fine. But at the same time, he is still human. Yeah. You know, he still was, you know, I, I saw the flooding too, you know, the flooding in the church at the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, he, I, and I think I saw a video where he was, ultimately he was saying, you know, well, I didn't, I didn't do anything because they didn't ask me to, you know, they, they had shelters, they had this in place and all the other type of stuff. And if I felt as though, you know, they needed my help or they asked for my help, I would have opened the doors, mm-hmm. you know? And so just take that into consideration too. I mean... Yes, as Christians, yeah, we are supposed to be, you know, kind of the forerunners of, of, you know, making sure everybody's good and all this and that and servitude. And yes, I get that. But at the same time, I guess I could just understand that position. And I felt really like kind of bad in a sense that he was getting attacked like this. Yeah. I was just kind of like, but what was y'all doing? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of just, you know, I, 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 are you just using this to attack the church? Because you yeah, want to attack the church? Reason. Like, like, we're not perfect human beings. Please un- understand what I said. We're not perfect human 
beings. <laughs> okay, we're not perfect. We make mistakes. Now, okay, I understand it may not have worked the same way. Okay, so how are y'all gonna move forward now? Yeah, how are we moving forward from this? Okay, he 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 gave whatever he said he was gonna do. Um, he got all this backlash, but at, at some point, like, okay, y'all gonna move past this or not? Like, okay, what you need to be asking now is, hey, Joe, how can we help you now? Now that now that your doors are open, what can we do? What can we send? What can we do? You know what, what I'm saying? Like, just people are just so quick to attack I feel like and that was just not the time to be attacking anybody yes I get that he has plenty of room he eventually opened up as soon as he opened up the doors y'all should just fell back fall back and be like alright it's about time but okay all right. you know now you need to be figuring out a way in which you're gonna help if you're not in the area yeah, and um, I think I'm gonna play not the ratchet role, but so I I saw this right, and I was just like, people, like, okay, I don't know, maybe this wasn't the empathetic side of me, but I was just like, I saw it, and I was just like, how people like there was memes and stuff going around, like it was like a meme about like when you when your cousins or your family has to stay at your house and they put the Joel's team, and I was just like, come on, and I was just like, but I'm like, it's so crazy that like because one man didn't do it on y'all's timing, mm-hmm. you know, so much happened in that time frame, and it kind of blew me because I was like, people get mad and they talk, they dog the church, dog the church, it ain't, but then now that it's a place of refuge, yet yeah, be the Christian role, we supposed to help, we supposed to aid, we supposed to provide, but. In the sense of that, I'm like, half the people probably don't even go to the church. On a regular dry day. Half of y'all don't even step <laughs> in the church. And, but it's like the church. And there was another post I had told Lawrence about. It was like, people sit here and talk about, you know, they mock you for being Christian. I think it was Marcus Rogers. But he's like, they yeah. mock you for being Christians. But then they, they attack you then now for not being Christian enough. Mm-hmm. So because he's a Christian, they already say, oh, the church is a gimmick. The church get money. He got a 60 million megadon church. And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, we could talk with the people were saying, where's Beyonce? Where are all these other people that's in Houston? But I say less. We're going to focus on the church. And so then right. it's like, okay, the church is the issue. So then because the church ain't open the door, just another reinforcement for your negative belief and maybe hate towards God, you know, to feel like they're not aiding you. But when they open... What happened? Did anybody apologize? Exactly. You got 60,000 seats that now became available and, and everybody just shut up now, but they make fun of it still. Yeah. But, but he helped. But because he didn't do it in their timings, the, the whole Christian faith got attacked. Exactly. For real. And you know they always talk about false teachers and preachers. <laughs> and, and, and then Joel Osteen, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I was blown. And I was like, a part of me was just like, no, nah, that's crazy. But then I bet you half the people that leave the church and after it's reconstructed and everything, ain't nobody going to step in that church. Did anybody ask about God while they was in there? Or was it just a place to lay your head? Maybe maybe God wasn't even supposed to be in the picture. Maybe it's just the act of, you know, letting someone come stay. You know, and you have it. If you got it, give it. You mm-hmm. know, so he had 6,000 seats, but he was trying to make sure the place was good. But that still wasn't mm-hmm. good enough. We, we should just let everybody drown pretty much. <laughs> we should let all y'all bring... Yeah, yeah, drown. Get them in. better ask Noah about that art. <laughs> <laughs> know. You know, but so that, that's my ratchet real live, bro. Because I'm just like, yo, <laughs> like... My ratchet first. Yeah, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, okay, politically correct. Nah, bro. Like, y'all dogging the church. But because one man didn't do it in y'all's time to see fit. Because it was a mega church. What about the other little knockoff churches around that was probably, you know, being mm. sustained? Exactly. Was y'all, you know, what about them? Was they opening up their doors? Was they not? But because it's Joel Osteen and they think he making money off the people in Texas, give back what's due. And I was just like, come on, don't do that. Those people choose to go to that church. Exactly. Don't do that to him. So that, that blew me. I think it was <laughs> just representative of, 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 of people in general. They want to yeah. run to the church when they in need. Yeah. But any other time, <laughs> what's the church? Like, yeah. God, what? Like, no, they do their own little thing. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, stop it. Stop playing. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. So we, I think for me, 
I'm glad I like waited. <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom. Yeah. Before I went on Facebook and started popping off and saying because yeah. I was like, I gotta, mm, I gotta wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm not no like we. Are, I'm not gonna speak for y'all. Speak for me. I am not no Joe Osteen oh. fan. Like I don't got none of his books. Me yeah. I don't watch none of his. I see no. one something on TV once, and it was like. Mm, okay, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, I was like, okay, Joe. Mm, all right, they're not as bad as what they've been saying about you, but okay. And then I just I keep it moving. Like yeah. I'm not. That's not. But it was just like okay. I now it's like I gotta pay attention because now this is like a brother in Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if they're attacking him, it's yeah. just like it. It could be any of us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, most definitely. And it's just like okay. So now I, I was like I waited, and it was just like I was watching all the other different people that was attacking him. It mm-hmm. was like Ti. He did something oh, on his page. Yes. He flat out called Joel Osteen a fraud and tagged him in the video. And then it was just like there was this the other little com- uh, comedian, the IG comedian King. Um, Karu or whatever. Kiran. Yeah, Kiran. Mm-hmm. He he said something disrespectful <laughs> on the, uh, about Joe Osteen too because, you know, he from Houston. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, what really made me upset was like this other celebrity lady that's like from um, Orange is the New Black. And mm-hmm. they was giving, they was like attacking her because she sent money to like a LGBT like shelter. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, well, why would you just give it to an LGBT shelter? Da 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 da. Woo 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 woo. She was like, I don't know why y'all yelling at me <laughs> for me donating my money to the relief of the people in Houston. She was like, because at the LGBT shelter, they accept all types of people. Mm. She was just like, she was like, there are the shelter is open, there are mosques open. Mm-hmm. She's like, y'all need to be worried about that mega church with sixteen thousand <laughs> seats. It's just like, it's just like, and it, and it pissed me off because it was kind of like, it was just like the LGBT is more open. The Muslims are more open than daggone Christians with a mega church. Yeah. So then that's when the, when the joint, that's when it really got personal yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. And then that's why I had to make sure that Joe Osteen was in the right place. Yes. That's why I had to research yeah. it. Because I was like, you're not going to come to us. No, seriously. I was like, you're not going to come to Chase because it's just like. Uh, he's not gonna come for the church. And then there was a video about a guy who was like filming. He's like, "You see there? I'm looking at the aisle right now, and yeah. it ain't flooded." Yeah. And so it was just like, okay. So I was like, "Let Face me wait it. for Joel. <laughs> Let me see what Joel gonna say." And Joel yeah. literally was just like, "You know what? I waited a day extra. Yeah. You know what? To just to make sure that everything else was safe." to do what he had to do. And yeah. then I saw another video later that that Sunday, that that joint did not stop that joint from being filled. Everybody in their mama was still there yeah. at church in their regular seats like they like it was a normal Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, at his church? Yeah, at his church. It, I was looking at the little IG video. It don't look like no, no, no empty seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the church was still full yeah. like, it, like it normally is. So I was just like, you know, I just, I feel like, in the, in the back of my mind, I just always, in the back of my mind, I just feel like society has no place to come for the church on any moral grounds That's of how to be all. a Christian. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Say that don't. again one more time. The society or the world has no place to come for the church on any type of moral ground. Mm, no. At all. Not at all. Not at all. On, on, on how to, uh, what a Christian is supposed to look like, what a Christian is supposed to be, what it, on you. anything. Mm-hmm. Because you don't live by our standards, our ways, yeah. our, our nothing. Yeah. So what grounds are you coming at me for? Emotional. Exactly. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what it really is. Emotional. It's straight emotions. 
And I'm just like, no, don't you ever. And, I, and I'm really tired of both the world and even people in, in the saints talking about the church. Mm-hmm. Because the church is an organism. It's not an organization. Yeah. It is a, it is, yeah. we are a body. So if you're talking, if we're talking about, if I'm talking about Joel, then I'm talking about myself. Yeah. So yeah. when you say something about the church or yeah. the saints are doing this or the body is doing this, you need to, that needs to be a we statement. Yeah. You yeah. need to make sure that, because then, then when I'm listening to you, for a lot of people who just there and they like the church does this and mm-hmm. the church does this then you're making it seem like okay this is the church and this is me mm-hmm. that yeah. i'm not a part of it exactly but you like you're holier than that that like you're that like you're holier than thou and then that makes me question are you really part of the body yeah exactly no for real and so I'm just like, you know, that's, that's that's just where my stance is nowadays. It's just like when you bring up the church, you that better be a you in it too. Yeah. Me exactly. and the church because mm-hmm. that's everybody is included. Mm-hmm. And you know what the Bible talks about that the church is blameless. The mm-hmm. church is pure. You know, he's like he's coming he's coming for a church without a spot or wrinkle. Why? Because he's already sanctified and purified it for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's already been made pure. Yeah. Granted, the church has issues. We're all going through our individual sanctification walls. <laughs> Granted, there are different assemblies that don't do everything right. But t- together, this is a one thing. Like the yeah. church is one. So, like that's just my like for the jo- like that was my mm-hmm. first initial thing for the Joel Osteen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I saw Homegirl's comment mm-hmm. about being like, you know, everybody else is more open than most Christians, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know what, the don't world gonna that, stop coming right? for us. <laughs> most definitely. But today. then that's that's kind of like a. A contradicting statement because if you're saying it's like if they're accepting but then they're not accepting of Christians because of whatever moral standards they believe so then it's like are they really accepting Christians or are they just gonna attack the Christians because like you said when I when I saw Joel I was I felt like that too because I was like come on now this this about my faith like literally, y'all literally. taking one man as the grounds for a whole faith and that's when I was like I looked at it as that's my brother in Christ I don't watch him seen one good time maybe saw his wife say something crazy yeah. but that was it yeah. you know and it's like but y'all can't do that as I'm I'm trying to function now as one and it's not oh I gotta defend it I gotta do this nah like y'all can't come for my brother because now y'all feel like y'all have all the grounds to do so exactly cause now what we gonna face the persecution even though we know that's there you know but it's like you, you can't you can't do that and you can't talk about people if you're going to accept it then don't comment on joel like that's joel not the entire christian faith or exactly. every believer exactly. like that mm-hmm. exactly. you know so that that's why i have the issue is okay y'all can talk and cast out joel do your thing but don't 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 talk about 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 the, christian the whole faith. body don't do that yeah don't talk about everybody unless we was all in on it then you can talk about us <laughs> right. but don't do that right you know but i just for me it's just like if they're talking about joel then you're talking about all of us yeah like exactly. you're not like for any like that's just how it is now for me yeah it's like when i see anybody like attacked, that yeah. anybody that get attacked mm-hmm. that's part of the body of christ i'm just like no that's like talking about yeah. my cousin like yeah. we, we it's are like going a personal to hit yeah. like it's a personal hit towards yeah. me because it's just like we're in this together yeah and i mean that's just where i'm at with it so yeah. no, you know yeah I'm going to talk about um, the topic, but from a different direction. I'm going to talk about, like, the actual hurricane part. Right. Because yesterday I was watching CNN, and it was talking about Hurricane Irma, which I'm sure it was the same scenario for Hurricane Harvey. And you could see that 
see so many people that was um, escaping Florida yeah. and all of the southern parts of Florida and just picking up people. Like, I think there was this woman that actually <laughs> took her um, neighbor that was, like, an elderly person, and mm-hmm. she actually was like, yeah, I took him with me. And so when I was watching all of this and I was seeing all of these people um, helping each other and yeah. um, just supporting one another and even us, people that aren't even down there literally donating yeah. Yeah. everything and anything to help them, I saw so much compassion from mm-hmm. us, and I was like, wow, like, somebody's going to get saved from this yeah and that, that's why I was understanding like you know when people be like why does God do this why does God do that why does God mm-hmm. allow somebody to die or yeah. allow these things to happen it was because so that somebody can get saved yeah mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody can actually go through this and so many people support them and they're not overwhelmed with joy that yeah. it brings them to salvation yeah, yeah. you know I don't yeah. think so- something like this can happen and even though it is a bad situation but for us believers yeah. somebody's gonna get saved yeah and yeah. it brings us joy yeah yeah, yes. yeah. when we hear it coming we're praying for them but it's yeah. like oh wow somebody's getting saved yeah you know yeah so yeah that's the direction i wanted to come from. Yeah, and that's good yeah. and it's funny because i i think uh brother brother marcus rogers he posted mm-hmm. a video um and i think it was down in florida mm-hmm. and it was literally on a beach and there was a mass of people and they went into worship mm-hmm. and i guess the the trajectory of irma shifted away from that whole area mm. you know oh, yeah. based on their worship and i was like see now this, see, this, this is when y'all want to pay attention to christians yeah. and this is when y'all want to be like is there a god like seriously it's stuff like this like y- y'all don't understand like this is our lives like and this is what we truly believe like please don't come for us i promise you we're not sitting here dogging y'all we are praying for you guys we are mm-hmm. doing all these things we are interceding for you guys mm-hmm. and you don't even know us we're on the other side of the world and we are moving like we're really trying to move on your behalf like mm-hmm. seriously and, and i bet like if all of us were serious with ourselves that if we saw a scenario that really showed the drastic and severe parts of what people were going through it encouraged us so much yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you it better believe it. in me some type mm-hmm. of like hope. Yeah, that, that I'm I'm gripping on yeah. some God that is so much greater than yeah. this hurricane. You yeah. know, yeah. and so it, it it's not so much of this bad aspect of like people are gonna die. Yeah, and yeah. That people are gonna lose that and jobs and all of that. Yes, that is all gonna come. But man, the other side of it is so it's much greater. So great. Yeah, it is, and it's so encouraging, and it just reminds you why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. <clears throat> I like to take this moment to, you know, s- chill out and stop and say that um, I'm going to do a link and uh, for the whole entire month of September, you can donate um, at like the little seat of the table link and all um, uh, money and proceeds that you donate to that link and towards some like finances to that link will be donated towards, you know, any organizations that's helping out in both Harvey and Irma. Mm-hmm. So, um, are y'all good on? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, another topic I wanted to bring up. Oh shit! <laughs> it's Tasha Cobbs and Nicki Minaj working together. What? So, for all those who don't know, okay, Tasha Cobbs is a gospel artist. 
female gospel artist. I don't know what awards. I'm sure a stellar award because you know everybody get those. So I'm gonna say a stellar award, maybe a Grammy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you know, then we got Nicki Minaj, who is um, one of the more prominent female hip hop artists. The baddest of the baddest, <laughs> right? So here. Damn me. <laughs> <laughs> the baddest in the game right now. So we. So and so. So this has been like a dialogue. Well, I know in the gospel community, uh, the gospel genre, anybody who listens to that 104.1, you know, uh, the gospel stations um, has been. uh, So what had happened was Tasha had did a little uh, sample of her album on uh, IG. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nikki came out. It was just like, let me drop 16 bars on that joint. Yeah. And all the people was like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> Nikki and uh, Tasha go work together, blah, blah, blah. And then it was a big old discussion. Well, how would you feel if Nikki and Tasha worked together? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it chilled out, right? Mm-hmm. Then she came back. Months later, uh, Tasha dropped that album cover with Nicki Minaj on it. Mm-hmm. And they was just like, oh, snap. Uh-uh, <laughs> Tasha. No, oh, Tasha. you was for real. Oh, <laughs> what is wrong with you, Tasha? No, 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 Tasha. <laughs> and then, oh then the song dropping. This, you know, this the part I've been waiting for. Listen to it, click, click. <laughs> it was like you know the, when you said that but don't go back yes. <laughs> I was like but I had to click in so, oh, I, was, oh, I, was like, so I sat for the song and I actually uh, I sat with it with, by, by myself mm-hmm. and then uh, one time I did it with Dwayne and I did it with Michelle so mm-hmm. I got the pleasure of having that first reaction to the oh, song oh, I God. think he rapped it to me I'm and I was like oh okay but go ahead okay. I still ain't heard that time y'all haven't heard it I know Brooke has it. I don't. I heard like Tasha's part, and then right before Nikki's part comes on, they cut it off because it's a preview. They're like, buy the song. Oh, I was like, like, well, I guess I wasn't meant to hear it. Okay, you know what? I'll sleep tonight. That's why you gotta ask Spotify. I'm so weird. (laughs) Oh, so weird. We. So what are y'all? What's y'all thoughts on the whole uh, Tasha and Nikki discussion? For me, I'm. I'm I'm gonna let y'all go first. No, I'm gonna go. Okay, so I feel like. This conversation is old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the aspect of gospel artists and secular artists working together. I just feel like that is a old, old, dead, horse-beaten discussion mm-hmm. yeah. about gospel artists and secular artists working together. Because I'm just like, if we're going to come for Tasha, that means we're going to have to come for Jonathan McReynolds. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to come for Kurt Franklin. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to come for Molly Music. We're going to come for, come for Karen Shears. Mm-hmm. Like, all the gospel go-heads, like, everybody that we know Hill song when he, they working with Justin Bieber's song. Uh, you know, yeah. you know every 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 single group you know that's working with you know secular artists, and I'm just I just feel like the conversation is old and dead and beat out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. I don't know, for me, it's just, it's a beat out thing. I didn't really, see, a lot of people, I've just seen people just being really split about it. Not mm-hmm. really, some people just not really even knowing what to say, but just against it, just to be against it because Nicki Minaj and Tasha Cobbs are working together. Mm-hmm. Or some people being like, how can the world and the this and mm-hmm. mixing it all together? And I'm just like, I just, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I'm just a really, I'm really just tired of the, the conversation and the get go because it's just like, I don't know. Just for me, it's just I don't see it as that much of a of an issue yeah, of them right. working together. No, I, I mean, if t- if Nikki want to like you know whatever type of you know Christian belief that she may have, if she want to mm-hmm. come on and you know praise God with her favorite gospel artist, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She at least she listening to God. I mean, at least we know she ain't you know, at home. Just listen to all nothing but clap down music. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, that she, she, she's at home, you know, listening to Tasha Cobb. You make me happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, you know, I mean, that's just me. I mean, y'all can go ahead. But then what would you tell somebody who has listened to that song and then they see that um, Nikki's on that song and they'd be like, okay, well, now I can listen to Nikki. So what would you tell somebody like that? Like, you can listen to all, like, even her mixtapes before she even got on the scene. Well, I haven't, I haven't heard it, actually. Like, I don't know what the song well, is. <laughs> we about as well. But, look, but I can say, oh, like, I oh. can say, I mean, you can play. I'm like, okay. The, oh, you found it already? Oh, no, I, I was going to pull it up. Oh, okay. It don't take long. Okay. No, go ahead. I was just saying, like, because I haven't heard it, but when Lawrence was rapping it to me, and he rapped Nicki's part, he didn't say, hey, Brooke, I'm about to rap Nicki Minaj's part. He just rapped, and then I I listened to lyrics. Like I'm not just gonna be like, mm, "This is good." Like I listened to it, and I think it was something that was kingdom related. Like it wasn't <laughs> like throw that back and clap like you. Like yeah. oh, I got the squeaky eeky cleaning. You know how she you know how she you know how Nikki is. But when I heard that rap, that was Nikki. It sounded like it was kingdom like related, but I have not heard the song, so I don't know what it is. But based off that verse, I was like, oh, I could condone that. Because it was something towards what I believe, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm not gonna go listen to her Anaconda and you know Monster and all the other stuff. But for me, like I, I just know not to listen to something that's gonna either disturb me, cause me to go a certain route to get freaky deaky, you know. That. And that's what she really do be rapping about, being the best rapper alive and beefing. And then how did you connect the dots to even go that far? Like in your mind, mm-hmm. to know, like to know that Tasha is a gospel artist and Nicki Minaj is a is a hip-hop artist. Yeah. Like, what in your mind would make me think, okay, now I can go and listen to Nicki Minaj? But if it's a new believer, like, how will they be able to connect those dots if they're new to the Christian faith? I think it goes back to actually listening to what the songs are saying. Yeah. And what it's promoting. Yeah. So, by me, listen, I'm a Christian, right? I heard, first of all, I know Nicki back, back in the day, so I'm a little <laughs> biased. But listening to that verse... I didn't feel like it was a compromise just from what Lauren said. Now, if I'm actually listening to it, personally, I don't really care about it because I haven't heard it, nor I feel like it's an old topic. But as a new believer, it goes back to, okay, well, you got to learn what your faith is about and what it promotes. And if it's out here promoting darkness and, you know, sexual immorality and all that, you know, it takes a, it takes like research as you walk in it. You may listen to it, but eventually that's the importance of the Holy Spirit to convict the individual yeah. on what they're listening to. Yeah. I can't say, Michelle, don't listen to it. You got to, I can't make you believe something you don't know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So it causes you to like a believer telling you about Jesus. If you're new, it's like you got to experience it for yourself. You got to learn it for yourself. So if I'm saying, Michelle, don't listen to secular music mm-hmm. because you're a Christian or whatever, you're, you know, you might have curiosity to be like, why can't I? Exactly. And I feel like that's the whole purpose of, you know, walking it out for yourself and eventually coming to truth and knowing it. I'm not going to promote it for me. But exactly. that's exactly. that's that's how I feel. Knowing what is actually being promoted and understanding your belief and <laughs> what it is about for me. Yeah, I think you hit yeah. it on the, on the yeah, hit there. Um, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the nail on the head. Whatever. We know what you're doing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, I mean, I, I personally don't really listen to Nicki even though yeah. I, I don't listen to her at all. And I, I really don't listen to Tasha Cobbs either, really. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> not that much. Rebel. But when I heard it, I don't know. It made me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm a laugh. Me and Lauren listened to it. Then when it went off, we, we stared at each other like this, <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing. But um, 
I mean, like like you were said, I was going to say that ultimately, if it's a more than likely, if you're listening to Tasha Cobbs, you're probably someone who claims to be a Christian, right? Yeah. So that ultimately goes to you actually understanding what your Christian doctrine declares. You know mm-hmm. how you sh- how you should act. I mean, nowhere in the Bible does it tell you do or don't listen to this type of music, mm-hmm. but it does talk mm-hmm. about seeds and influence and what yeah. um what kind of company ruins good morals and things like that. Yeah. So ultimately goes to goes back to what y'all were saying. If you understand what your what the, what the faith is requiring of you, then it's um then that's ultimately what should drive you to even want to listen to the music in the first place. So basically, if I'm... So when I heard it, it it didn't sound like nothing bad. Yeah. But if I'm a Christian, I'm not going to be like, okay, now I can listen to stuff that's going to completely be opposite of what the faith declares. That's that's where the contradiction would come into play. But if it's just the song, I mean, Mm -hmm. like I said, I personally don't like it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't hate it. I just don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. It doesn't sound good. (laughs) So, I mean, sorry. But, uh, But I wouldn't undermine it and say oh this is wicked or you should listen to it or how could she do that i mean there's yeah. two perspectives you could have a, this mm-hmm. perspective of oh she just let someone who doesn't represent christianity onto the song or mm-hmm. you can look at the perspective of oh a whole bunch of people follow this individual yeah. therefore that's a that's a whole seed that could be planted for all these individuals exactly. i mean mm-hmm. so there's definitely both perspectives i don't have one specific yeah. view i just know and understand those because we've heard the kanye west and kurt franklin stuff mm-hmm. and we've heard the whole contradiction with with this potentially so i mean just a matter of just I'm sorry, you know just just idea. you know being wise and <laughs> yeah trying to trying to be mature you know so yeah, yeah. and also too like my, <laughs> i just think how it's funny how like People are like either trying to like overly justify uh-huh. or like overly trying to crucify it. Mm-hmm. Like my aunt, I remember we was in the car and she was like, she was like, Tasha Cobbs and the anointing that is on that song. She's like, I'm gonna make it with that but then, <laughs> 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 she was like, all the, like, I don't know what all that is, but the anointing that, that Tasha Cobbs just brings to the song, that song is a declaration of anything. <laughs> Like, I was like, I was like, I see. And then it was like, and then listening to Marcus Rogers, right? And you know, he was like, he's like, yeah, man, you know, he's, I know y'all probably gonna, you know, y'all gonna say something, you know, y'all gonna probably like, gonna wanna come against me on this right here. But he was just like, you know, the only thing I'm gonna say is like, what about the young men? <laughs> I'm sorry. He was, like, he was like, what about the young men out there who go, like, look at Nikki Minaj and find out who she is and go to her videos and be dealing with lust? Mm. Like, we got to worry about the young men out here dealing with lust. And I was like, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. <laughs> and I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm like, that's just immature. Like, men need to grow up. Yeah, exactly. Cause if you know what you're thinking, like, like, I, 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 like in my mind, I understand it in a in a small sense mm-hmm. of like, like this is a this is a popular artist, right? Yeah. Going towards the masses. Granted, she's held to a higher standard than I guess the normal people. Da da da. But she can't be here worrying about the five dudes that may that may click over and be lusting after Nicki Minaj. Mm. Like that's not her that's not her point when she go in the studio, oh let me think about it. all this other additive stuff that may have happened when I do what I do in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's I'm going in here, I'm making a song for my God, for the glory of God. Or whatever songwriting that the Lord leads her to write in her mm-hmm. studio, mm-hmm. I like. I don't think she like has time to be sitting here and thinking about every other thing that are the song that may bring up bad memories for you, mm-hmm. or make you cause to start thinking about yeah a long time with your ex or something. I don't yeah. know what it may do. Yeah. 
But it's just like that. I feel like that's not her. Like that's not her job to worry mm-hmm. about that. And I'm just like, if you out here, like, and I feel like you know what you're doing. If you're going out here and you're clicking it and you scrolling and scrolling and you going through all this stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like after the first couple of top songs of Nikki, you sing, you gonna see that this woman is not no. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna say woman of. Birch. And not um. Birch a woman of kingdom. Woman. Of kingdom yes. that, uh, well, a Christian. Uh, uh, a woman that I shouldn't be looking at yes. <laughs> and think wholesome thoughts about, you know, uh, whatever, you know, and I, that's just, I don't know, that's that's where I'm, that's what I just, I've been feeling like people have been at, like, and just being like, just taking it for what it is, if you don't want it, then don't want it, yeah. if you want yeah. it, then you, you keep it, Most it's like, there's no, I'm not gonna crucify you for doing it, and then let's even like going back to when everybody was mad that be, uh, Michelle had brought Kelly and Beyonce, but would Jesus say yes? Oh, but yeah. everybody was popping and, and dancing to it and everything else like that, but and then everybody there, was But singing. some people was just like, mm-mm, now, mm-mm, Beyonce on the track, she over here making lesser songs of her album, yeah. and now okay. she want to do it with Michelle. And so where is your mind at? Mm-hmm. Like, that, like that's what it comes down to. Like, I can, and, and I've, I, again, I haven't listened to the, um, to the Tasha Cobb's Nicki Minaj song, but I can get it, like you're on. I'm probably going to be like you're on and be like, like, let me listen to what the, what the words are saying. Like, oh, but that anoints it though. Like, like literally, I, you know, sing the song and whatever. Like, because my mind is, is in the right, is in the place where, okay, I'm listening and I'm trying to hit a kingdomness. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to hear the praise. I'm trying to hear the worship. That's what I'm coming there for. Mm-hmm. You know? And so you you also kind of have to check yourself when you're coming to this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, you can get on on, on Tasha. You can get on, uh, what what is it, Lecrae and all the other oh, type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. You, know? you know, he's getting all, a bunch of flack as well, you know, for switching over to a different um, uh, a label record label. Yeah. yeah, all the other kind of stuff. But it's just like, where is your mind at? Yeah. Where are you coming from? If you're looking for something oh there's uh, there's a lot of avenues now yeah. but but what are you looking for if i'm trying to get some encouragement i'm gonna listen to encouragement okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna listen out for the encouragement mm-hmm. that's what i'm be listening for if i wanna if i wanna oh let me go look up nikki and let me go lust and let me go oh yeah let me go throw it on and let me <laughs> yeah. you know okay then that's where my mind is at my mind is wrong yeah. So you you got to come into there. You have to come into that with with a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Come in there with, with with the perspective that you're trying to get something different. That you're trying to to encourage yourself. That you're trying to to listen to holy music. And 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 for the individual that wants to go listen to Nicki Minaj, just like 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 you said, as soon as you hear it, you go know. This ain't godly. <laughs> it's the I can't, thing I can't thing. find this like, in the Bible. You know, yeah, literally, so like so you're, you're, you're gonna figure it out. You're gonna figure it out. But really, it's just your mentality. And yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and judge nobody. I don't know what intentions or what per- per- God has purposes in places we don't even understand and see. So this could be the start of something for Nikki. That just like it could be the start of something for any but any other person that comes out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I be talking about Cardi B. I was like, yo, with her mouth, she be a beast evangelist. <laughs> But you know, but you know, hey, hey, you know, we just gonna take this one step at a time. Oops, so um, we we pray that they all come. Yeah. It's y'all praying while y'all listen to this music like God, you know, bring them to the kingdom, you know, yeah. literally. That's that's and that's just that's just kind of what I feel. Because if I'm listening to this song, I'm not I don't. Yes. OK, cool. Nicki Minaj is on the song. But what but what are they saying? What is yeah. she saying? What is this promoting? How does my spirit feel when I'm listening to this? That's just me. But even if you take out the spirituality point of it, it's like regardless, they making money. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. They still performing, so right. that's it's that not. Right, that's if, if Nicki didn't make any money off of that, do you mm. think she would still be on that um, record? If Nick on Tasha Tasha Cobbs, yes. I mean, well, we don't know if she did it for free or not. I yes. I mean, did she ask if she could be on the track? She Nikki asked if she could be on the track. I mean, this is not this her normal thing where you gotta pay me ten mil to be on the if you wanna work with me type of thing. It was just like, oh, I I love your music. Let me like let me drop sixteen bars on the track. And and I think too that's another thing that whole portrait like like when when Dwayne was like a Christian and then you were like a lady that is not doing I should be whom please it's like because. Because like the the roles and the standards, but it's like we can't knock a, a secular artist's uh, enjoyment with Christian music, mm-hmm. you know, or Christian artists. Like if she loved Tasha Cobbs, that was like maybe that could have been a privilege for her to get on a track with Tasha because yeah. she loved listening to. Now she'd be promoting other stuff, but in her maybe that's her warm up music. You know what I'm saying? So, so we can't. Before she get on stage. Yeah, thing that I'm just like I know it's a little funky and it's no it's either yay or nay but I'm like nah like I don't know what Nikki like to listen to before she get on stage and promote Literally. clapping that thing you know but she may listen to some you make me ha- you she may for your glory <laughs> and it may be backwards but you can't knock her enjoyment of it's Tasha a it's a and wanting to collab with Tasha and, and if you look at it just business minded and just the networking avenue that, like you never know where they went with it but I can't take away Nikki's desire to want to work with a Christian artist. Yeah, no. That doesn't mean the necessary Tasha compromise, but I can't I can't still negate Nikki and say that she has no Christian values, but she listens to Christian. You know what I mean? It's just like that's what she chose to do. That's what they did. It obviously worked. Absolutely. They came together. Right. It's released. You gotta pay for it to listen to the whole song. So I'm somebody, so, so somebody making money. I'm so so if yeah, I take yeah. my step somebody back, somebody paid for it. Seriously, but if I take a step back, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, bro. I mean, regardless, it's not affecting directing uh, directly affecting me. Mm-hmm. They doing it and it's still gonna get out there regardless if I say it's is hell music or it's it's <laughs> worship to promote God. Yeah. It's still gonna get around yeah. to the masses and it's gonna be up to those individuals and what they believe and yeah. the mature steps to take to be like, all right, this isn't good for me, I'm not gonna listen to it. Or this is okay, but I'm not gonna condone it and condemn it, you know? Yeah. So I'm gonna throw a bone in this. All right, <laughs> throw because I was literally coming at a uh, at an aspect of that Tasha and Nikki should have never did this together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I was doing, I, w- I had that um, feeling on my heart because lately in my church, I've been working with a lot of youth. Okay. And I've been um, listening to their stories and a lot of things that they're going through. And personally, I know some of them. Yeah. And um, most of them obviously aren't like my age who are very, not very, but that <laughs> are like mature <laughs> in the relationship that yeah. know like this is good, this is not good. Yeah. And so I think I'm not I'm not gonna come and uh, condemn I'm not gonna come and attack but I yeah. think I'm coming in an aspect as all as a group yeah whether we want to listen to it or not yeah that whoever does listen to it that we pray that their minds aren't gonna go away from what God okay. really yeah. wants yeah. Yeah. to yeah. actually yeah. get mm-hmm. you know I, I think yeah, that's definitely. what we should stop doing that we should stop like trying to condemn and be like Tasha shouldn't have done this yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. but it's like whoever listens to this song mm-hmm. whoever it <laughs> yeah. is we don't let know let me be for your glory God I think that's where I want to be at right now because yeah. I was literally about to be like yo Tasha should have never did it but I was like no I'm praying for whoever hears this because they might go and look up to I mean I'm just saying <laughs> Do you want to hear the just Nikki? Okay, we just go. Okay. Does it need to be by here? 
What are you doing every time you every time you cook it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I just use it as Oh, okay. <laughs> It's all good. Get ready for all the flow. Cause I'm getting ready. Cause you're great. They anointed on that song. <laughs> I can feel it right now. <laughs> Okay. This is only one song she did, right? Mm-hmm. Nikki, Nikki only did one song with her. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you probably did a whole album. Oh. Come on. Oh, collaboration. Oh, job, job. <laughs> I changed the whole perspective. <laughs> is she coming up? It's a really long song. So we got okay, to so 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 Y'all know how she be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. It's only six minutes, so you know you just be like, here we go, here we go, here we go. into their life without realizing that, it. Okay, now wow, that I heard no. it. No. Well, I actually listen to some of the lyrics, but it's all right. I'm saying, she said, I serve a God that split the red sea. That uh, was she, was, she was done I at that, that point. She was like, I'm done. I'm done, I'm done here. Okay, she, she summarized what he did. So it's exactly. Okay. You go back and read the book. That's what he did. He split that Okay, okay. Yeah, but then if you go to towards the end, you know. Oh, she raps again? No. The Tasha just keeps going and you know, you you know, you you know that feeling you get when you know the worship get good. You just like, yeah. Because it was like I was a week at the Nikki Pop, but then what toss I got in? I'm like, dang, Tasha, I'm getting ready. Transition back to me. Because it was like, worship, hype, worship again. It was like, go in the worship, come out, hype, 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 and then come go back in. Shut up. Got like that Jamie Gray song. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God! Okay. Oh Jesus! All right, oh, next wow. topic, Jesus. I'm <laughs> so here. Week a week. 
Oh my god. That was bad as I thought. <laughs> I think I'ma just end it right here. This was good. I'm weak. Oh goodness. Oh Jesus. That was funny. That was funny. Oh my gosh. Let me see. I think it's kind of motivation. I'm gonna go home saying I serve a God that spit the red sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a Facebook. I myself like nah double, I serve a God. <laughs> you and your agent shot the devil up. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I didn't level up not once, not twice, but three times on the devil. I leveled up three times on the devil. Proceed ever. Name it, claim it, okay? You better preach. They said prophesy. You prophesied over there. Everything that rises up against me, shame it, okay? Shame. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She clearly knows something. Oh, Jesus. She knows something. She knows something. She ain't completely out there. She had Exodus 14, 14 up in there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but that's just how I think, you know. But that's what had to bring up that Pepsi commercial. Yeah, yeah, that was a little. I'm like, oh, with the Pepsi, but I'm just glad she ain't rolling with Yuck Money, yeah. <laughs> bro. For real, I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. I'd be like, yeah, oh, the <laughs> yeah, bro. What? Oh goodness, she's oh, so funny. God. I'm so done with you guys. <laughs> oh my Jesus, I'll say the other stuff for another time. Maybe next time. Okay. All right, this has been. <laughs> A seat at the table, uh, Cass. You know, which your boy, uh, Lawrence. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm at the table, okay? <laughs> but now that it's like, Lawrence, oh, yeah. I'm so weak. This is your boy, Lawrence Green, and I'm here with my awesome co host, Brooke Majors. Peace. Michelle Nemo. Dwayne Sampson. Yep. And my special guest, Brianna, thank you for being here today. Yes, yes. Love y'all. Deuces, y'all. All right, so y'all don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. We're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we're even on Google Music Play. So make sure you like, share, repost, share, all of that. Um, we're going to YouTube soon. We're going to have some clips for y'all. So. Yeah, just be tuned for what we got coming up next. Love you guys. Peace. All right. Bye.